You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio, and we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. If you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next two hours. Thank you to everybody listening all over North America. You could be tuned in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, of which we have hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds all across North America. It's a city roll call. San Diego. Seattle. Oh, I'm going to be in Seattle soon. What's up, Seattle? I'll be in Portland. What's up, Portland? What's up with them stupid jerseys the Blazers are wearing? But anyway, shout-outs to my friends in Boston. Shout-outs to my friends in Buffalo and Rochester and Cleveland, Cincinnati, Kentucky, here in Atlanta, Georgia. My friends down in Miami, Florida. My friends in Texas, Houston, Dallas, Pearland, Texas. Oklahoma, Arkansas. What's up to all my wonderful friends in New Orleans? Where am I missing? Chicago, Colorado, Idaho, Minnesota, Milwaukee, Cleveland, New York. What's up, New York? Upstate, downstate, Long Island, and everything else that I missed. If I missed you, I still love you. It's okay. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. 855-212-4CBS. We get started at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific every single weeknight. I hope you and your family are well. I hope if you're on the road for Thanksgiving, I hope that, uh, you know, we can hang out and have a good time. It's no nonsense here. If you want to talk to me, if you're in that car and you're like, damn, I'm driving and I got more hours to drive and I got to drive some more, then call me. I will keep you company. Don't be afraid. I don't bite. 855-212-4CBS. And we've already talked about a lot tonight. Talked about some of the worst coaches in the NFL. We talked about Ben Simmons and his return to Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Brooklyn Nets, they lost. And as we continue on with the show, you know, we just had a caller, Rich from Chicago. And thank you so much, Rich, for calling from Chicago. Uh, He talked about a, a correlation between attendance in the NBA and player salaries. And I think his his point was that, you know, you have teams like the Los Angeles Clippers and the Brooklyn Nets who are paying out the ass to their superstar players and their attendance is low. This leads him to believe that nobody wants to necessarily show up for, uh, you know, superstar babies. And I'm like, I don't know if the Clippers and the Brooklyn Nets are the best examples because they're, they're, they're like little brother in their own cities. Like as bad as the New York Knicks have been, the New York Knicks dominate the New York City basketball scene. The Brooklyn Nets are just trying to carve out a niche in Brooklyn with the Los Angeles Clippers. Come on now. It's the Lakers town. I, I, I'm still shocked every time I see human beings even sitting in uh, the, the crypto.com arena. I want to call it the Staples Center so damn bad. I'm just like, who shows up? How do you how do you select or choose to be a Clippers fan? 
Like, are you born into it or do you just choose it? Anyway, attendance is tricky all across the board in sports. Major League Baseball attendance has been hitting the skids for years. You want to tell me people are crying about overpriced babies there? The NFL is just seeing an upswing in attendance, and they were down for three years before the pandemic. And so I don't think it has so much to do with the the players being divas. I think it has to do with people and the options and the cost and the price. I mean, these salaries are coming from somewhere. The salaries of players are getting paid. They're getting paid from in arena, in stadium attendance. And these contracts are also as a result of, of television. So whether you are sitting at home on your ass, that has value. You watching, it has value to the television distributor. In turn, it has value to the league and the players. Or whether you're showing up in person. I mean, why am I going to freeze my ass off outside watching, I don't know, the Chicago Bears when I can sit in the warm comforts of my home and watch three and four different games? And then I could have as much beer as I want, and I don't have to worry about some drunk jackass in the restroom. Sounds like a better time at home now, doesn't it? And then I don't have to drive. And then I don't have to commute. And I don't have to sit in traffic and pay for parking. Attendance at sporting events is is real interesting. I, I really believe as we move into the future, unless it's like the playoffs, it's it's going to be tough to get people in consistently. You do have some hardcore markets, but people's attention spans are just split in a million different ways. 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take your calls. And then speaking of attention being split in a million ways, I want to give you an update on the final four. Because if you're like me, I will every now and then, I'll go to the final four. The final four is going to be in Vegas. And there's some people who aren't thrilled about that. We'll talk about that momentarily. We'll get into the college football playoff. I want to talk to you about the NFL owners. Speaking of money, there's been a report that they are colluding to make sure that NFL players do not receive guaranteed contracts. Sounds a little dirty now, doesn't it? I'll explain. 855-212-4CBS. You can contact me. I am online. I am JR Sport Brief on all social media. Let's hit the phone lines. Jordan is calling from Arkansas. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Jordan? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Good, JR. How are you doing, brother? I'm very well. What's on your mind? Good, man. I just want to wish you and yours a happy Thanksgiving, first of all. I've listened to you for forever. Um, I got a couple quick takes. Um, first of all, I want to start with, uh, start with uh, I'm from Arkansas, so uh, obviously I'm a Razorback fan. I don't know if you caught that Creighton-Arkansas game tonight or any of the Maui Invitational. I did not, no. Man, we lost, we lost a close one to Creighton, and... Uh, uh, we we reloaded this year with a lot of freshman talent, and I think I think we're going to look good, and I think uh, we're geared up to make another elite eight run, if not a final four run. Uh, but what I really wanted to say is it's not it's not really a hot take, but uh, Patrick Mahomes has to be MVP 
this year. Well, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on that because um, without him, what what would the Chiefs be? I know they say they reloaded on talent without Tyreek and everything, but we've had injuries. And I mean, where where would we be without uh, Patrick Mahomes? And we're only going to get healthier. And we, if we have to push for a number one seed against you know Buffalo or anyone that comes out in the AFC East, honestly, at the end of the year and we get healthy, I think he's just going to put up crazy numbers. So well, I, 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 I want to get your take on that. No doubt about it. I, I, I can't disagree with you at all, and thank you, Jordan, for calling from Arkansas. If We talked about this last night. The Kansas City Chiefs, uh, despite the Buffalo Bills being a favorite to go to the Super Bowl uh, preseason, they were certainly my pick. I'm, I'm still going to roll with them you still got to go through the Chiefs. And Patrick Mahomes hasn't gone anywhere. He hasn't fluctuated. I, I don't care what you thought about what he did at the start of last season. The man is still absolutely amazing. I mean, so far this season, he has 28 touchdowns to seven interceptions. He leads the NFL with 3,200 yards passing. He's, he's phenomenal. And so, whereas Jalen Hurts at one point looked to be a competitor for MVP. You could say the same thing about Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes has not gone anywhere. And if I were Andy Reid, man, I would be thanking my lucky stars that I have this guy as, at quarterback because he can certainly give you a lead. He can come back when the team is behind. Go ahead and ask Brandon Staley and the Chargers. And maybe, maybe the Kansas City Chiefs will go back to the AFC Championship game this year and not blow it, not take their foot off the gas. That was certainly a learning experience because they looked like they were straight on their way right back to the Super Bowl. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is special, man. He's a a fun dude to watch. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Ray is calling from Portland, Oregon. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Ray? Not much, JR. It's been a minute since I spoke to you, man. Last time I talked to you, I was down in Florida. Well, well, hey. thank you, Ray. Ray, hold on. Are you call- hold? On. I gotta put you on hold. It sounds like Ray is calling me from inside of a lawnmower. Like what? It's what? It's it's November. Yeah, it's November twenty third. I know it's it's cold all over the country. He told me he he last time he called me he was in Florida. It's in a better. I think I think he's in a better spot now. I hope he is. <laughs> he sounded like he was calling me from a lawnmower, like like he was in Honey I Shrunk the Kids or something. My God, good movie. What with Rick Moranis? Yeah. yeah. He was. Did he end up? He was riding a honeybee, right? Something something like that. And then it was Honey I Blew Up the Kid. Don't don't leave yeah. that out, Jr. That's a that's a very good underrated sequel. Well, that was that was stupid. Then they blow up the toddler. Yes, a dumbass movie blowing up a toddler. You could have stopped it when everybody was tiny. Now we got to blow up a toddler. No, thank you. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Let's see if Ray from Portland is still calling me from the inside of a of a lawnmower. Ray, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey man, this better. What do you think? What what was the problem? <laughs> Man, so my Bluetooth was wanting to act up. I'm actually driving back from picking up my son in Seattle. Okay, so, um, thank you. So, so I uh, the reason for the jerseys for the Blazers is it's paying homage to the Moto Center. 
Well, that's that's nice. That doesn't mean that they're any better. It's still ugly. Oh, I know. Trust me, I I agree. But I was just answering that question. My oh no no my... it wasn't it, it wasn't a question. It was a statement. Oh okay okay. I agree with you. They ugly as sin. Um, Thank now you. the the question I have for you is yes. Uh, thinking about Justin Fields and. I think he's shown everything that Chicago needs to see from him this season. Would you sit him the rest of the season with an injured shoulder and just, you know, get your draft pick that you got and and try and build up a little bit more around him? My belief is I would because you've already seen everything you need to see from him with his growth from last season to this season. There's no need to send him back out there to keep getting hurt. So you want to you want to tank? Yeah, basically. I, I see no. I mean, if you're a Bears fan, I I would see no harm in that. We certainly know, and there's been some confusion as to whether or not he dislocated his non-throwing shoulder on the last play of the game. He needed some help, you know, exiting the field here in Atlanta. Uh, if he's busted up, don't play him. Um, I, I wouldn't risk the injury, but I don't know if I necessarily want to set a precedent for the players who are still on the team, letting everybody know that, hey, we're basically packing it in. You know, when you're a first-year head coach and and Eberflus and you're trying to, you know, set things up, I don't – everybody knows you're rebuilding. And I don't – it's it's a tough situation when you already have a young team and everybody's just going to pack it in. It's it's not going to look good for Eberflus. So I'm not sure that they're going to just tell him, hey, man, just sit it out the rest of the year. I don't even yeah. think polls would do that. Now, I mean, my my just my biggest concern is is that you know he goes back out there and gets re-injured, um, and then the, the next injury could cost him, you know, uh, his his essentially his junior year uh, uh, when I'm the not, team, when the team could be a lot better. I'm I'm not gonna go that far. It's it's still football, man. He's still playing quarterback. We know he plays with his legs. There's always yeah, gonna be a Whether he was staying in the pocket or whether he was running out, there was always going to be a risk that he's going to get blown to smithereens. So whether your name is Justin Fields or Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen, due to escape and move out of that pocket, they set themselves up. So I think that's just part of the risk that you have to live with. And and thank you so much, Ray, for calling from Portland. Safe travels, man, okay? All right, brother. You have a good day. You as well. He, he, he went from calling from the lawnmower to being abducted by aliens. And, and that's actually going to lead me, and I'm going to talk about the Final Four and the gambling aspect and it taking place in Vegas in, in several years. There was actually a story today that talked about how the NFL owners basically colluded against handing out any more guaranteed contracts. Let's, let's take a step back. I think we all know this. NFL contracts are not guaranteed for obvious reasons. This is a dangerous sport, as we just discussed here with Justin Fields. Guys get hurt. They get injured. Nobody wants to sign a dude to a $200 million five-year contract knowing that, oh, my God, one hit can send him to the emergency room. One hit could send him to multiple surgeries like an Alex Smith or one hit could potentially rattle someone's brain for weeks on ends, unfortunately, like a Tua Tonga Valoa. 
And so a lot of players typically get their money they want signing bonuses. That's their guaranteed money up front. That's the cash that they get on hand right out of the gate. That is an NFL player's security. NBA players, guaranteed contracts. million a year for four and five years. Done. No ands, ifs, or buts about it. Your career can end tomorrow. You are getting all of that money. Major League Baseball, whether you're making $43 million a year like Max Scherzer, whether you're, you're pulling in 36 like the alleged cheater Garrett Cole, you're getting paid. Aaron Judge just had the the year of his life. One of the best offensive seasons baseball has ever seen. When that man signs his name on a dotted line, whether it be with the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Giants. By the way, he's visiting San Francisco today. Aaron Judge could break his leg, God forbid, next year. He's still going to get all of that $400 million he's likely going to receive. NFL players, not so much. NFL players have been disappointed about what they put their bodies through, and they don't get guaranteed deals. The first fully guaranteed contract, and this is the part that you just have to wrestle with, the first guaranteed contract handed out to an NFL player was to Deshaun Watson. Yes, that Deshaun Watson, the one who spent the past year, year and a half, Uh, trying to let everybody know that every relationship he had with a massage therapist was consensual. Sure, fine. Those same Deshaun Watson who had to settle with all these women. Well, what has typically been a sad sack of a franchise with the Cleveland Browns, they are the team that decided to hand out the first fully guaranteed contract in the NFL to the tune of 230 million dollars yes someone who is basically coming off of a questionable activity someone who's currently suspended by the nfl not allowed to come back for a few weeks 11 games no pay the browns even finagled his contract so he would still see the bulk and the majority of his money i find that to be disgusting that he would be the guy to get a fully guaranteed contract which lets you know that there are no ethics in sports. We know this. It's all about winning. It's not a new revelation. But for it to be Deshaun Watson, instead of, you know, maybe honoring someone who deserved it, this was a desperation move by the Browns. And so he gets this fully guaranteed deal. Kyler Murray's getting paid the same deal, 230 Only 190 of it is guaranteed. Russell Wilson, with his new contract, he decided to break the bank. 245 over five years. A longer career than Deshaun Watson. A more established career. Probably not at this stage of his career as good of quarterback. But Russell Wilson, there are a lot of people who were upset that he didn't push for a fully guaranteed deal that he settled for only $165 million guaranteed. Well, the NFLPA, they have pretty much come out and said, look, hey, did the owners get together after Deshaun Watson 
did the NFL get together? Did the owners get together and say, the Browns are dumb as hell. None of us can hand out a guaranteed contract. Otherwise, we're going we're gonna to screw ourselves. And so the NFL Players Association has filed a grievance saying just that, that the NFL, its owners, and its teams, they basically sat in a room over their meetings, and they said, let's not all be dumbasses like the Browns. We cannot set a precedent where we now give away guaranteed contracts. This has been the norm. NFL players, and or excuse me, NFL teams haven't wanted to do this because of the risk of injury. Have they now opened up Pandora's box? I don't think so. This is a grievance that will be heard by a third-party arbitrator. And I don't know if it's going to make a difference because historically, there haven't been guaranteed deals. And who's to say that the owners now got to actually go out and pay? If I was an NFL owner, I wouldn't be trying to go out there and guarantee contracts. The Browns did it because they're a horrible organization and they're desperate. Any decent team wouldn't do so, but if I was a player, I'd want guaranteed money too. Everybody in the NFL knows what you're signing up for. You could be here today and gone tomorrow. Me personally, I think it's reasonable for players to get bonuses or at least have the option to have the contracts fully guaranteed. There's a way to do anything. If the player earns it, if he deserves it, if he reached certain plateaus, give him all of that cash. Let him earn it. The NFL and its financial structure and its salary cap structure is so complicated. It doesn't need to be that complicated as to whether or not somebody is earning their keep. Simple. Have the option to to sign the deal. And if you reach these incentives, and I'm not talking about Pro Bowls, etc., if you can live up to your deal, you earn that money. But I think a guaranteed contract right out of the gate in the NFL, not good. Violent game, dangerous game. Ask Alex Smith, ask Joe Theismann, ask Dak Prescott. Thank God he came out on the other side of things. You could be here today in the NFL, and you could be gone tomorrow. And so the NFL Players Association, they're looking at the owners and saying, yeah, Deshaun Watson got all that money. And y'all don't want to pay anybody else like that? Y'all need to get it together. I'm just not certain that it's going to happen. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What are your thoughts? Is the NFL going down a slippery slope? Should NFL players have guaranteed contracts just like the NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball? We'll talk about it on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, it's a privilege to speak with you, and uh, it's my first time. And uh, you are a sports encyclopedia. And uh, what I really do like about how you interact 
with the callers. You put a lot of thought into how you present anything in sports, and I really mean that. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Seems that the NFL owners have put a lot of thought into not paying their players. The NFL Players Association has filed a grievance against the NFL saying that its owners basically sat in a room after Deshaun Watson was given the highest guaranteed contract ever, $230 million. And they said, listen, nobody else better ante up one of these dumbass contracts. We're giving Deshaun Watson, the Browns are giving Deshaun Watson $230 million? All of it guaranteed? Let's not set the precedent. Let's think about this. Lamar Jackson wants a new contract. He looked at what Deshaun Watson got, and he said, whoa, that's, that's the new benchmark. I want that. Give me that. It hasn't happened now, has it? Kirk Cousins, a couple of seasons ago, and even recently, the extension upon extension, he got a guaranteed deal. It ain't no $230 million. It's not for a flat five years. Look, if I was an NFL owner and I'm running a business and your job is to go out there and crack skulls and heads, I'm not giving away fully guaranteed contracts either. I would say, hey, this is the opportunity. Earn it all in incentives, plus here's your bonus. I think the nature of the NFL is... It's too, it's too crazy. It's too wild. Here at the same time in the NBA, nobody has an issue when these guys are taking games off. Nobody has an issue when MLB players like, I don't know, Steven Strasburg, you want to talk about fully guaranteed, that man hasn't pitched really. I think he's had eight starts since the World Series in 2019. They got to pay him $35 million, I believe, over seven years. Oh, it's tough. Ain't nobody giving that money back. Insurance will cover it. And so I can certainly understand NFL owners not wanting to fully guarantee deals. But I get it on the other hand as well. The money is there. The money is there. If it's not going to the players, where is it going? It's going to the owners. And at the same token, let's be real. Let's be frank. When it comes down to the NFL Players Association, there's a good chunk of their players who don't even participate or vote when it comes down to their collective bargaining agreement, of which they last handled and took care of right before the pandemic. It was actually a running joke how many players did not participate or even vote in their own CBA. And so everybody can whine and cry about the money that they don't get, but nobody wants to do the simple thing like vote. And so from an owner's perspective, Yes, I can certainly understand not paying the NFL players fully guaranteed deals. Good idea, bad idea, what say you? 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Jimmy's calling from Maryland. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR, how you doing, man? I'm excellent. Uh, How are you? Yeah, I see your producer dropped the bug in your ear. Just for clarification purposes, you said that Deshaun Watson was the first man ever paid a guaranteed contract, and that's not true. 
it was Kirk Cousins when he left Washington and signed for Minnesota. I think they signed him for three years, $93, $95 million, fully guaranteed. That was the first one. But to your bigger point, um, the answer is to your question. Well, the, 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 first, the first deal was much smaller than that, and that's why it does actually pale in comparison. Uh, for two yes, years. It, was, it was three years. I'm in the DMV, and believe me, that's all they talked about. His, his original deal was three years, something like $93 million. You can look it up. I mean, you're a sports radio show. You can look it up. Yeah, you know? it was it was smaller than that, and then they tacked on another two. But my, my point is right. it is a big difference between, quote-unquote, nickel and diming a contract and just saying, here's five years for someone who hasn't even played here. No, no. And no he's I'm, coming I'm off of a you. crap situation. I'm with you. Let me make my point. It, it's it's it, their, their contract should be guaranteed, but they're not going to be the five-year $250 million. If they want guaranteed money, it's going to be the three-year, three-year, fifty million dollars. The average NFL career is three and a half years. You get a superstar, you may give them five years, but it's not going to be if you want guaranteed money, one hundred and fifty million. It's going to be whatever your guaranteed money was. Say you had a hundred million dollar contract, fifty million guaranteed. That's going to be your salary for three years. So that's it, it would that, be, it well, would that, be well, 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 Jimmy, that that's in essence what they do right now with the signing. Well, that's what I'm saying. So the answer to your question is, is the reason that they don't do that to your point is because football players don't last. You, you know, you, you brought well, up. Basketball no, we, we, baseball, well, well, Jimmy, right? Jimmy, slow down, Jimmy. All right. My man. We, we know that we know that here's, here's the bigger question because you're making the same point that I am. Here's my question to you. Do you believe it should be that way? I don't believe that football players should make baseball or basketball player money because the length of their careers are not, even if you stay healthy, the length of the career is not the same as that. Okay. So well, thank you. so no they should not be getting so no they should not be getting that type of money. Deshaun Watson is crazy overpaid, but that's Cleveland and their morons. We're talking about reasonable people setting a reasonable salary for reasonable work. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about the extremes. Okay. Well, thank you Jimmy for calling from Maryland, but here's the thing and this is why the NFLPA has taken issue with this. There's a precedent that has been set. The cat is quote unquote out the bag. You have an NFL starting quarterback who has a commitment, a five-year deal, a five-year commitment that will pay him $230 million regardless of what happens. Lamar Jackson is looking at that deal, trying to understand why he can't have that. Deshaun Watson has that deal. Why can't I? Or the NFL owners are now trying to back things up. They're trying to stop us from progressing. The point of a union is to to actually work for the group and the organization and to set a standard, protect them, and move things forward. When you think about contracts that are given out 
unions will typically always encourage someone to take that next big deal because it helps out everybody else. Not if the NFL owners are saying, no mas, no more, we're not doing it. They might have a case here. But I don't think it's so much about the length of the average NFL career. It just boils down to what the owners are willing to pay. And that's nothing. Because, yes, for that fact, they look at the players as as dudes just on an assembly line. 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take more of your calls on the other side. We're going to talk about the final four going to Vegas. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. What is happening, JR? I've uh, been listening to you for a good little while now. Called it a couple times, man. The most sensational voice on the radio is you, JR Sport Brief. No doubt about it, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I want to fill you in on. Uh, Some other news in the NBA. Something just took place. Well, this is pretty normal. Uh, The Los Angeles Lakers lost another game. Yeah, with a short winning streak over. Uh, Phoenix Suns defeat them 115 to 105. And pretty normal of a game, I guess. Uh, You know, no LeBron James still on the sideline with his uh, adductor strain. Uh, Anthony Davis had another great game 37 points, 21 rebounds. Uh, Lonnie Walker, 24 points. Russell Westbrook, 21 points off of the bench. And then Patrick Beverly. He had a Patrick Beverly special. In 29 minutes, he scored zero points, but he did have 10 rebounds, and then he was also ejected. Patrick Beverly putting in his best work. He had his best shot of the season as he pretty much shoved DeAndre Ayton in the back with about four minutes left in the game. Uh, Devin Booker fouled Austin Reeves on the way to the basket. Uh, DeAndre Ayton kind of stood up over Austin Reeves in the process. And then Patrick Beverly, who has never met a microphone that he doesn't like or, uh, you know, just running around telling everybody nonsense, he found this to be an opportunity to not ask DeAndre Ayton to move from in front of his teammate not to confront him right in front of his face, but to shove the larger man, all seven feet of DeAndre Ayton, and to just kind of run, drop his shoulder, and push him over. And, of course, the, not the bench is cleared, but the players were separated. Uh, Patrick Beverly was ejected. And after the game, Devin Booker, he was pretty much asked on TNT by Chris Haynes about the move. Uh, Devin Booker finished tonight with 25 points and he was asked about Patrick Beverly and his behavior, and this was Devin Booker's response. Book, you were involved in a play that led to an altercation down there with Pat Bear pushing Aiden from the side. What do you think of how everything unfolded right there? What do I think about what? How do you think about how everything unfolded at that point? Man, it was just more than it was supposed to be. Um, Pat needs to stop pushing people in the back, man. Push them in the chest. That's all I got to say. Book? <laughs> 
appreciate your time, bro. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, Patrick Beverly at this point in time, I know we've been talking about guaranteed contracts in the NFL. Patrick Beverly is making $13 million this year. He has been absolutely terrible as a basketball player for the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, He makes a lot of noise, and he is typically in the media for that. Uh, You might recall it was only last year Patrick Beverly was ejected uh, for shoving Chris Paul in the playoffs. He, He shoved him in the back. It was a blowout. Chris Paul was walking away, and Patrick Beverly just just shoved him. And so maybe it's something about the Phoenix Suns that sets Patrick Beverly off, uh, but he is just uh, – he's a motor mouth. And at this point, he's, he's not even a good NBA player. He is a master agitator. That's why he still has a job. 855-212-4CBS. Carlos is calling from Cleveland. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to say, uh, don't you think this is going to anger the owners suing them about this? Like, that's not going to help them get guaranteed contracts by suing the owners. That's only going to make them mad and not want to give them anything. Well, what the NFL, it, it's not necessarily the players. The NFL Players Association is filing a grievance on behalf of the players. And, I mean, if, if your partner's in the league, there is no league without the players. I mean, this is this is a, a a partnership to a certain degree. Yeah, the the owners own the team, but right. this is what happens when you have negotiations. Like you you got to meet in the middle ground, and so. And I'm glad if, you said that. That's exactly why they deserve guaranteed contracts because without the players, there's no league. They deserve these contracts, man. I, I think they do. Well, that's all I got to say. Why? Well, why do you think they they deserve guaranteed contracts? I mean, you got a guaranteed contract. The police got a guaranteed contract. The police put their life on the line every day, and they contracts are guaranteed. Well, we're not we're not talking about police. We're not talking about me and my contract. And you don't know what the dangerous job. Well, hold on, Carlos. Forget the police for a minute. You don't know what the hell my job is. Okay, I can tell you. I'm talking about the police job. It's still a dangerous job. Oh well, it don't. what, what, What does it matter? You could be talking into a microphone like me. You could be a police officer. We're talking about NFL players. There's there's I'm no just comparison. To make a comparison about both the jobs being dangerous. No, 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 no. There's a difference between a public service job and someone who is an entertainer and an employee. You just looked at the position of this being a partnership. There's no comparison between guys who choose to do a job that they know is risky for the entertainment of others. There's a massive difference between that and doing it for the protection of the public. And so NFL is very different. The players know what they're signing up for, and they know that they have to work in tandem with an owner. And so please help me out. Sticking to the NFL – why should they have guaranteed contracts? I just explained it. It's a dangerous job, and they make the money. Without the players, there is no lead. And you said it yourself. The owners is lining their pockets with the money that they're not giving the players. Well, they 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 well see a couple of things. They split that. They split that revenue. The second right. fact is it's so dangerous. 
why do I want to get why do I want to pay someone fully guaranteed money where because it's so dangerous, there's a massive risk that they might not live up to the guarantee? I think that's just a difference in philosophy between us. But I did want to get one more thing in real quick. Do you, do you think they could do guaranteed contracts? Like, let's say they, the player said, we'll take 5% off of the, uh, the pension and do guaranteed contracts like that. Or you don't think they could take some off the pension? Maybe they can get – I mean, they've got to negotiate here because you said it was a partnership. Something got to go to give. Well, you know? this is the biggest – this is an even larger point. You talked about how the, the players might be angering the owners. I'm, right. I made this point last break. What the players need to do and should do is actually participate in the negotiations instead of being bystanders. It's, I agree. That's it. Like, if you don't participate, then shut the hell up. It's really, <laughs> it's really that simple. And thank you, Carlos, for calling from Cleveland. We can, we can have different philosophies. From a player's perspective – Hell yeah, pay me. I want my guaranteed money. From an owner's perspective, I ain't giving you guaranteed money unless you actually play in the games. That's it. One hit could end you. And yeah, we, we see that in other sports, but we don't see it like that in the NFL. Christian McCaffrey got $16 million a year. And the minute he signed on the dotted line, he went from having one of the historic seasons that the NFL has seen from a running back position to having multiple seasons where he's watching off the bench. David Tepper is a billionaire before the NFL. I don't think he cared that much. But who wants to pay that? It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. More of your calls. We're going to talk about cheaters. We'll talk about Vegas here. CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Re Show. 